Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, I just have to say, like, my least favorite part of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the Oompa Loompa songs. And I know it's painful to listen to you guys. I am very sorry. I did not, did not create that. I didn't create them. It was not my responsibility. I just said it. I'm reading it. Okay. Welcome to our Rolled Doll series, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And don't you worry, we are still doing spooky series, but we are doing it in between the books we read because we know we heard that some of you are a little spooked out and maybe there are some kids that are a little too tiny for these spooky stories. So we have our spooky stories in between our Rolled Doll series for now. And so you guys can enjoy actual books. And then in between, we got some spooky stories for you. All right, let's carry on. Chapter 22, Along the Corridor. Well, 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 sighed Mr. Willy Wonka. Two naughty little children gone. Three good little children left. I think we'd better get out of this room quickly before we lose anyone else. But Mr. Wonka, said Charlie, Charlie Bucket anxiously, will Violet Begard, Beauregard ever be right again or will she always be a blueberry? They'll deduce her in no flat time declared Wonka. They'll have to roll her on the deducing machine and she'll come out just as thin as a whistle. But will she still be blue all over? asked Charlie. She'll be purple, cried Mr. Wonka, in a fine rich purple from head to toe. But there you are and that's what comes from chewing a disgusting gum all day long. If you think that gum is so disgusting, said Mike TV, then why do you make it in your factory? I do wish you wouldn't mumble, said Mr. Wonka. I can't hear a word you're saying. Come on, off we go. Hurry up, follow me. We're going to the corridors again, and so and so sang. Mr. Wonka scuttled across the far end to the inventing room and went out through a small secret hidden door behind all of the pipes and stoves. Three remaining children, Veruca Salt, Mike TV, and Charlie Bucket, together with the five remaining grown-ups that followed after them. Charlie Bucket saw that they were now back in one of those long pink corridors with many other pink corridors leading out of it. Mr. Wonka was rushing along in front, turning left and then right and then right and then left. And Grandpa Joe was saying, keep a good hold of my hand, Charlie. It would be terrible to get lost in here. Mr. Wonka was saying, no time. Let me change this page. No time for any messing around. We'll never get anywhere at that rate we've been going. And on he rushed down the endless pink corridors with his black top hat perched at the top of his head and in his plum-colored velvet coat coattails flying out behind him like a flag in the wind. They passed a door on the wall. No time to go in, shouted Mr. Wonka. Press on, press on. They pressed another door and then another and then another they were doors every 20 paces or so along the corridor now, and all they had to do, all, they all had something written on them. A strange clanking noise were coming behind those from several of them, and a delicious smell came wafting through the keyholes, and some sometimes little jets of color stream shot out of the cracks underneath. Grandpa Joe and Charlie were half running, half walking to keep up with Mr. Wonka, but they were able to read what it said on a quite quite a few of the doors. Eatable marshmallow pillows, it said on one. Marshmallow pillows are terrific, cried Mr. Wonka as he dashed by. 
They'll be the rage when I get them in the shops. Now, no time to go in, though. No time to go in. Lickable wallpaper for nurseries is on is on that door. Lovely stuff. Lickable wallpaper, cried Mr. Wonka, rushing past it. has pictures of fruit on it. Bananas, apples, oranges, pineapple, pineapple, pineapples, pineapples, strawberries, and snozberries. Snozberries, said Mike TV. Don't interrupt, said Mr. Wonka. The wallpaper has a picture of all these fruits printed on it, and when you lick the picture of a banana, it tastes like a banana. When you lick a strawberry, it tastes like a strawberry. And when you lick a snozberry, it tastes just exactly like a snozberry. Berry. But what does a snozberry taste like? You're mumbling again, said Mr. Wonka. Speak louder next time. On we go. <laughs> he doesn't like any of the other kids but Charlie. Hot ice cream for cold days and... Said, it said on the door, extremely useful in the winter, said Mr. Wonka, rushing on. Hot ice cream warms you up. No wind in the, no end, warms you up. No wind in the freezing weather. It also makes hot ice cubes for putting in drinks. Hot ice cubes makes hot drinks hotter. Cows that give chocolate milk, it said on one of the doors. Ah, my pretty little cows, cried Mr. Wonka. How I love those cows. But why can't we see them, asked Veruca Salt. Why do we have to go rushing on all these past past all these lovely rooms we shall stop in time cried out mr wonka don't be so madly impatient fizzy lifting drinks it said on the next door oh these are fabulous cried mr wonka they will fill you with bubbles and the bubbles are full of a special kind of gas and this gas is so terrifically lifting that it lifts you right off of the ground just like a balloon and up you go until your head hits the ceiling and there you stay but how do you come down again asked charlie you do a burp, of course, said Mr. Wonka. You do a great, big, long, rude burp, and up comes the gas, and down you come. But don't drink it outdoors. There's no knowing how high you'll be carried up if you do that. I gave some to an old Oompa Loompa once in the backyard, and he went up, 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 and disappeared out of sight. It was very sad. I never saw him again. He should have burped, said Charlie. Of course he should have burped, said Mr. Wonka. I stood there shouting, Burp you, oh my gosh, burp you silly ass. Oh, it says ass in this book. I think it's because ass means donkey, you guys. So don't worry, it's not a bad word. Burp or you'll never come down again. But he didn't or couldn't or wouldn't, I don't know which. Maybe he was too polite, but he must be on the moon by now. The next door said square sweets. Now that looked round. Wait, cried Wonka, skidding suddenly to a halt. I'm very proud of my square sweets. Uh, my, my square sweets that look round. Take a peek. 